Well, hello and welcome to Evolve Beyond. I'm here with Michael Adams and I'm Amy Elizabeth and we are going to talk about forgiveness. Hi everyone. Yeah, big subject. Very big subject. This is one of the big things that hold us back from our success, from having a fulfilled relationship with whomever that might be, uh, with ourselves, with our path, with our destiny, with our family, with our business ships, with people who enter our life. More often than not, what I see with people is that when they have not gone through the forgiveness process, they are attracting that second, third, fourth, fifth pattern and theme for an opportunity for growth or a lesson, an experience that can be a little bit uncomfortable. So what do you yourself understand about forgiveness? How would you describe forgiveness? It is a process and it is a, it's just like grieving, right? There's layers and layers to it. I think that the first aspect of that process is forgiving yourself for allowing yourself to be in that space, yeah. putting yourself in that position once more, falling into the trap, not giving yourself the opportunity to be everything that you could be in that situation and instead being afraid of hurting somebody else's feelings. I think that that was a very good starting point to t- turn the term forgiveness round and look inwardly mm-hmm. because what we tend to do is forgiveness has always been looked at as something that's happening externally that you've got to forgive somebody right. who's done you a wrong but to actually start from a place of understanding I need to forgive myself first for being involved in or getting dragged into is a great reference point. And to answer your question, I think that if we were going to define forgiveness without having to label it as such, it is the act of compassion and acceptance Mm -hmm. and compassionately accepting yourself, the situation you're in, the people in your environment, and getting a baseline at that place. And once you've transmuted that energy in reconciliation with it then you can move forward into a place of okay now how can i be in service to myself to my purpose to my greater cause or rather than be a victim of my experience which is what causes us to have to forgive you made a distinction of reconciling with the situation as opposed to the entities or the players within it and I think that's a a very very good focal point Mm -hmm. where you can look at and recognizing that what you're forgiving here is a whole situation it's not just the players involved it's a great way to step outside and be objective Mm -hmm. otherwise what you can do is you can get bogged down in the detail of who said what Mm -hmm. when etc 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 but by stepping back and being objective Mm -hmm. And, you know, the funny thing is, is like I'm thinking about just anybody that I've come in contact with around them wanting their life to be different than it is. And they want to blame everybody else around them. But really what it is, is to look at if you are looking to accomplish a certain goal, right, or to attain a certain thing and you haven't gotten it yet and you haven't gotten it yet and you haven't gotten it yet. You've got to look at yourself because it's only your decision to be able to move forward. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to continue to drag anchors with you, you cannot blame those anchors because they're just responding to the stimulus whereby you are being 
open and receptive to their bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. carrying them along and enabling them with you on your path. I know that that's kind of vague, but I, I think like, for instance, me wanting to do this project a certain way, like for instance, let's say write a book. If I get upset that it hasn't been done and published yet, the only person to blame is myself. It's not my team. It's not the editor. It's not any, because it's about the expeditious delegation that I need to be, I'm the one who's the captain of the ship. And in recognizing that, I will use the word blame here. Yeah. Uh, in recognizing well, that. that you're to blame, right. that's why you need to be able to forgive yourself in 100%. order to move through it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And so if there's something in your career or some kind of aspect of yourself that you're really wanting to shine to the world as a bright light and it's becoming dim and dim, Yes, the first thing to look at is your environment because it's always reflecting back at you like a mirror. But then you forgive yourself for giving, for paying attention to it or for yeah, giving more attention, yeah, getting yeah. into it. And, and, and for allowing that energy to be a part of your situation because you are the sum of your environment. Yeah, yeah. Now, interestingly enough, I was caught up in watching a program the other day that uh, was about a family who had lost their son to basically gang violence. Oh. A 15-year-old. Mm -hmm. Whole life ahead of him, apparently, and, and gone. And basically, the parents were extremely bitter, angry, mm -hmm. all, all the emotions that you would understand mm -hmm. um, at that time. Now, fast forward 20 years they actually went to meet the people who committed the crime in prison. As not long, I think a year before they were being released. And the parents forgave them and hugged the people. And they've now built a relationship with the same people. And I remember something that stuck with me was the father of the son that had been killed said what struck him was that day, it wasn't only one family that lost a son. It was the people who were in prison as well because they've been incarcerated. They were all very young as well. And I looked at that and said, wow, I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Mm -hmm. But witnessing it, I knew I wanted to be able to do that mm -hmm. because it was beautiful to see. And it was beautiful to see that the... All parties received each other, from the father and the mother forgiving the perpetrators, and there was more than one of them, to the perpetrator being almost inconsolable that these people could forgive them. And it was a beautiful moment to show that we do have that compassion as human beings, even in the most, well, I mean, that situation, I just can't imagine um, what that is like you're sitting at home waiting for your son to come home and he doesn't mm -hmm. and his life's been taken and it's been taken over something trivial and you're able some years later to be able to look at that mm -hmm. reconcile as exactly you've said mm -hmm. reconcile the situation mm -hmm. and come to a place where you can forgive in an unconditional way mm -hmm. amazing Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, the unconditional act of forgiveness and what you're talking about, I mean, I would even say it's, it's a level of blessing, which is another aspect, and we've talked about this before, and again, 
wait for the book. Um, <laughs> but the blessing is a coat that's within all of us that I believe is something that we need to tap into more or have awakened within us. It's an initiation as a human in our DNA. And again, this is my spiritual knowing as well as my belief system. So you don't have to onboard this if it doesn't fit with you. Yeah, if it doesn't fit with you, it's mm -hmm. fine. You know, if it doesn't resonate, then whatever, good on you. But just take it on, listen, just for a moment. And just imagine that you have this opportunity and this ability to not necessarily agree with, not consent to, not say it's okay, but detach from the situation completely, totally, and lift yourself up to this place where you have a bird's eye view. And when you have that bird's eye view, you look at the situation as an entirety and understand that this is a sacred act that you are a part of to be able to bless the energy signature of the thing that you are forgiving. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean it's about the story or the person or right. any of that other Correct. stuff. It's detaching completely. It's understanding the energy signature and that other people around you in your community on the planet are feeling the same feeling but when you look at it as okay this is an energy that we're healing together as a collective consciousness and this is just one tiny little aspect of that energy for the 7.2 billion people on the planet imagine then you understand that you're really doing your work in service to humanity to your fellow brother and sister and to the earth yeah and I think that this is, and I feel strongly, that this is the thing that we're missing in society. And I think, again, coming back to the story that I just shared, when I look at it with that lens on, uh -huh. what I see is in order for that family to heal, they needed to move past that anger. Yeah. But they needed to move past that anger for themselves. Right, 100%. And in order to do that, they said the way that I need to move past this anger is to meet these people, right. is to see them at the human level mm -hmm. and to see if there was anything there. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, they were able to heal. Mm -hmm. They were able to look at the situation and say, I can let go of what I was feeling then mm -hmm. and I can engage you at this level. And in that healing... I think that the perpetrators began to forgive themselves mm -hmm. for what they had done. Mm -hmm. So there was a higher conscious level of forgiveness that was going on because it started somewhere and, and it was continued. And as I think about it, yeah, I, I'm really moved. And I think putting it in the way that you've put it as well, it really resonates with me that some of the situations that we find ourselves trapped in the emotion of how quote unquote society says we're supposed to feel keeps us in an unforgiving space because we don't try and understand mm -hmm. and i understand that the emotion and the rawness of loss in this particular instance may be that it, it you know it takes a very long time and for some people it doesn't happen at all but when it happens, we can't deny that it's a beautiful thing. Right. I agree. And I think that that's one of the lessons. And it's not just a beautiful thing. It's also the feeling that it gives you is this energetic chiropractic alignment that is unmistakably blissful within the center of the body. And you start to see how you attract beauty all around you. And you start to see that you're looking at 
this situation as it was beautiful, even though it was ugly and messy and all those other things, but you're so grateful to have gone through it. It's what I've said in multitudes of podcasts in the past. Yeah. Had to walk through the fire. Yeah. That's what transmutation is. That's what St. Germain did. He turned metals into gold. How did he do it? Through the flame. The hottest part of the flame. The violet flame. You've got to walk through it, experience it. You do. You've got to burn away what no longer serves you. You have to shake the dead limbs out of the tree. That's this work. Wow. That's why we're here. To clean up the messiness. And make genuine investments in each other. So that means when our fellow man is going down the wrong way, let's try and be compassionate to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Or, more so, let's not get in their space and let's let them bounce off the walls and bang their heads. Because when they're by themselves in their own process, they're more apt to get out of what they're in faster than not. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like the people that I've worked with move through what they move through so quickly, which they're not easy lessons. They're really difficult for a lot really of people. Some people don't ever even experience it until they're in their 70s, and here I am working with 20-year-olds. And these are people who are really coming to terms with who they are and how they can be bigger in the world and better in the world. But I let them bounce off the walls. I hold space. Mm-hmm. When I let them bounce off the walls, I hold a very strong container. And that's an art in itself. You have to be able to disentangle yourself from them. Mm-hmm. And codependency and enabling, or it's an aspect of codependency, right, is one of the things that we were born into this experience with, right? So we come into this existence and we automatically believe, we, well, we, first of all, we forget. <laughs> we forget who we were, we forget who we are, we forget who we're going to be, and we forget our mission. And then when we forget, we forget that we actually came from a place that was connected to the omnificent source and energy and energetic potential. And then we just feel separateness. And so that plays into all these other aspects, male, mm-hmm. female, mm-hmm. black, white, yada, yada, yada. And Reasons a- to find difference and therefore to divide. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so when we separate from the whole, then automatically we don't feel that level of love which is what we're really seeking and searching. And that's what forgiveness brings, but it's one of the steps Mm -hmm. to get there. Mm -hmm. And we do have to forgive. We do, and we do have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive God, if you will, or great spirit, energy, omnificent source, supreme God, whatever you want to call it. We have to forgive that. In a simplistic way of putting it, if we are all energy, Mm -hmm. when we all come from the same source, Mm -hmm. when there is a defective part Anything is defective within that field of energy. It's a defective part of ourselves. 100%. So we're actually healing healing ourselves. That's the whole point. And as we heal ourselves, we heal the earth. It's that macrocosmic to the microcosm. This is what my favorite teaching is. This is what the masters have been teaching us. And this is part of polarity. Because if we all agree that we come from the same source, the same atom, the same beginning, then ultimately, no matter what's happening happened to us over the centuries over time Mm -hmm. if we really buy into not only the concept but the truth Mm -hmm. that that's what we are we come from the same source Mm -hmm. then any defectiveness within our species is a defectiveness within ourselves and that's the blessing it's a wonderful place to leave this Mm -hmm. oh michael i so enjoy my time with you and i'm so grateful to be here with you it's you know it is so fun to have relationships over FaceTime and Zoom and 
Google Meet and whatever we want to call it, but it, there's nothing like being in no. person no. with another human being who shares your point of view, funny enough, never met, but so close to. Yeah. And I do, Michael, I consider you my brother, time and time again, through all lifetimes. Uh, you're and my little forward. sis. Thank you. Oh, I have to be the little one? Maybe I'm the big one. <laughs> little shit. No, I've got, to call you, I've got to call you little sis because you're smaller than me, that's all. Yeah. I'm younger. Yeah, but that well, I'm younger in this lifetime. I'll take it. Okay. I like being a little sis. Okay. Yeah, well, it's said with total endearment, as I you know. I know. I know. It's been great, guys. So, hopefully we may fit another couple of sessions in before she goes back, but we'll wait and see. We've... Definitely got some great stuff for you. We've had some great conversations. We've recorded most of them. So please share. Like, subscribe, play for your family, your friends, your community, and have these conversations. They're so important. They are so important. All right. Lots of love, everybody. Evolve Beyond. What is Evolve Beyond? a podcast that touches on life's experiences and in turn guides you to your greatest wisdom, truth, and energetic potential. We are your hosts. I'm Michael Adams, human behavior specialist. And I'm Amy Elizabeth, energy evolution mentor. Together, we dive deep. So you can accelerate your highest evolution and align with who you were born to be. We are asking our listeners to come with an open mind and strongly encourage trying on a new way of thinking to transcend reoccurring patterns and themes once and for all. It is in acceptance and responsibility that we are able to do that for ourselves and our life's path. We invite you to dive deep with us and evolve beyond. Who is Amy Elizabeth? Amy's formal background is in psychology and education, and over the past two decades, she has coupled this with multiple forms of energy medicine to assist her clients in identifying and living their highest evolution. She believes evolution is an everyday choice that we can all access, and her work focuses on assisting you to clear and create pathways to a fulfilling, majestic, and holistic spiritual existence. She utilizes ancient tools and rituals backed by scientific methods to achieve this. Having worked with high achievers, influencers, many decorated officers, professional athletes, business leaders and entrepreneurs, she has co-created a map to navigate living the life you were created to live in connectivity, joy and peace. Who is Michael Adams? Michael is a human behavior specialist who focuses on psychology and talking therapies. He is also an internationally respected marketing consultant, mentor, business growth strategist, and public speaker. In a professional career that spans over 40 years, he has practiced in the areas of elite professional sport, corporate business, public and private sector environments. In the past decade, his focus has been in the field of personal development, looking at improving individuals' dialogue with themselves in order to reach their full potential in life. He continues to develop new techniques that can be simply deployed by individuals in their everyday lives.